What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Thanks for the coffee, Emily. I really needed it. No problem. We gotta hurry because we're always late. Oh no, the light's turning red. No! Oh man, there's coffee everywhere. Where are the napkins? Don't worry about it. We can just go ahead and I'll schedule with 2U Auto. They'll come to where we're at and then they'll clean it while we're at the wedding. Okay, you drive, I'll schedule with 2U Auto. What's the website? Go to 2uauto.com. Wait, what was it again? The number two, the letter U, auto.com. Perfect. rhythms i am emily how you feeling i feel good well welcome back to another episode of here's to you the podcast where we talk to the coolest people in town especially today because it's a happy 420 to all you listeners yes you happy 420 off, guys congratulations go get a real job make sure to get <laughs> make sure you're on pto all right exactly <laughs> you don't want to let up you don't want to call in sick today no you don't because they'll be like okay this bitch is high especially if it's tomorrow's friday they're gonna bust out those cups and make you do you know what in them mm, yeah mm. you're right i, I don't know what uh, you want no way to get around all that oh what, what's that bring uh, the brownies to work tomorrow ah so that everyone yeah, docs, is in everybody trouble. yeah, yeah. To oh. avoid getting down, yes if i'm going down everyone's going down all these bitches are going exactly. down exactly that's what you gotta do it's like toilet paper in your own house when you sneak out so you don't your parents don't suspect that you just toilet paper in the entire neighborhood so you guys are too young to do that right you don't know you guys don't do that anymore right that's <laughs> I stuff that. i did I when did. i was a kid i did that that's i tp did you tp someone yeah did you tp your own so you didn't look guilty that's so because you, did, uh, you you just you don't want to be the one. It's like oh, I got I got hit too. <laughs> it wasn't me, mom. It wasn't me. I swear, I, I I didn't do it. I did that. So my mom caught me while I was TPing our own house. So. Ooh, I bet she told oh. you to take it off and everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh shit. So who would TP their own house, Dusty? Uh, our very special guest for today, <laughs> four twenty. We have the great Alex Thomas. Welcome to the show, Alex. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know I'd get the. Uh, Official title of cool person in town. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> you Coolest. Got the, you and got the title of TP or of oh, yeah. their own house. Yes, yes. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to hear this podcast. They're like, hey, you TP. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TP. Yeah. Watch out. Watch out. He's going to hit his own spot. <laughs> yeah. No, but Alex, aside from TPing his own house, he does a lot. You're like a... Uh, 
Well, I've heard a lot of things. You're a musician. You, um, you've been in a band, lead singer for various bands. You own various businesses. You're a serial entrepreneur from Kirby's beer store, Lucky's, um, Barleycorns still? Used to. Yeah, I sold that. I sold that, but yeah. The Cotillion? Mm -hmm. Lava and Tonic? Correct. And soon to be Solly and Jude's? Correct. And, um, I'm sure that there's a lot more. And we've probably uh, already lost count and forgot to mention the and lemonade. And some, some are work in the works too as well. Sure, you never know. Never yeah. know. You never know. That's true. Yep. No, you are you are accurate in your depiction of what I've done. Yeah. So <laughs> we we hear you've done a lot. Oh, and you like to stick your tongue out at oh, people and yeah. do some type of tongue oh, yeah. wiggling okay. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit. Yes. Yes. I do have <laughs> tongue tricks. Yes. You have to- that I, is I accurate. Bet, I bet your fiance loves you. I guess you, you, know, <laughs> you could ask her. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. We will have to give her a call right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her. Hey. <laughs> yeah. What's this tongue game like? What's yeah, this yeah. tongue game like? Yeah, you know she's. You wouldn't be the first person that has asked her that because she comes to the concert. So yes. sometimes it's an awkward. I've been doing that. I've been doing that tongue trick since I was in an original band when I was like 18 or 19. I don't know how it started. Uh-huh. Um, it just because we were playing like this uh, Guns N' Roses cover in the, my original band, and somehow I was just led to do it because I'd watched Gene Simmons and Kiss all my life, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of emulated it, and then it kind of stuck. But usually, it is an awkward conversation talking about <laughs> the because most of the time people come up and say, "Do the tongue thing," and I'm like. I don't. I bet every girl's like, "Damn!" Yeah, it's usually the dude that asks me though. Oh, show show my girlfriend the tongue. I was like, "Hey, I'm like getting weird right now, bro. Getting a little weird." Your girl might leave you. Back up, right? Back up. You're gonna steal all the bitches. (laughs) No, no, I'm all business. Yeah, it's all good. Well, I mean, yeah, we we hear you're definitely all business, but you're definitely you have your time to have fun too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, owning. I mean, owning these spots is fun. I mean, that's why I did. It. You know, I I had corporate jobs. I I did. A, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things through life. But yeah, this is where I'm. I'm happiest, and I like creating and providing spaces for people and entertaining people. So yes. that's what kind of uh, drives me. Well, thank you for doing that here in this city of Wichita. <laughs> well, I uh, you're you're very welcome. I get thanked a lot. I just kind of do what I do. I don't know. It's, you know. You're a go-getter. Well, you've That's saved good. a lot of businesses from closing, like exactly. places that were also like, um, or you know, you also uh, per- came in, purchased them, and um, tried to still bring in and incorporate the things that the crowd wanted, the sure. original customers that they wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's accurate. I, I you know. Um, it's just, uh, for Kirby's, I mean, that was the first bar I bought. I mean, I was a customer there, so I kind of knew what everyone wanted to retain, but I also had my own ideas. Um, I don't know that I, you know, I've heard that before. You came in and saved Kirby's. I mean, someone else would have bought Kirby's and kept it alive. Mm -hmm. So I just, I think, um, it was... I knew what needed to be done and you know I've 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 had partners uh I now have a partner in Kirby's that mm-hmm. kind of passed the torch to and he's the kind of um you know the day-to-day keeper of the place and mm-hmm. and so that's what it's about um you know when I bought Kirby's I didn't ever think I was going to be a bar owner you know I never operated a bar I'd operated my own business but mm-hmm. um it, it was a learning curve so yeah it was interesting 
Um, a lot has changed since then. It's about that's about fifteen years ago. So. Man, yeah. so let's Look at go. You. Let's go back to those fifteen years ago. Sure. Too, yeah. So, like, what brought you here to Kansas? Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I was born in Ipo, Malaysia, mm. and my dad was uh, he worked in veterinary science. Mm-hmm. So he was a part of a large Indian family that had fourteen brothers and sisters yeah, 12 that, brothers and sisters yeah. that is a lot yeah. that, that, they're huge yeah. my dad's 10 yeah so that is for me mm-hmm. to say that's a lot that's a lot yeah. <laughs> and so you know he uh two of his brothers were doctors and they couldn't afford to send him like he mm-hmm. the, the guys that got the best grades went to medical school mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was the third in line but the oldest and they sent him to veterinary um, college mm-hmm. in um england and wow. so he came back, was working at a research facility in Malaysia. But in 1978, when I was two years old, mm-hmm. um, Malaysia, uh, the, the Brits basically, you know, uh, still had possession of those colonies, Malaysia and India. And in 78, mm-hmm. they they left and turned over control to the native Malays. But what that created was kind of a situation he was Indian so he was getting passed over for promotions and he decided mm. to follow his brothers to America yeah. to uh, chase the American dream and mm. he, he opened yeah. up a vet clinic in Topeka what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's where we ended up yeah nice yeah because his brothers were there so okay yeah so I grew up in Topeka uh-huh. and then um, went to college at Southwestern mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay and then moved up to Wichita to work a software job and all this time, uh, from college on, I was playing in a band called O'Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And O'Phil um, played a lot at Kirby's Beer Store. Oh, okay. And we played all around, and we toured around. And so that's how I got kind of involved with Kirby's. It was like our home base. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I moved up to Wichita to work a, another software job, yeah. then I started. I, I bought a house near Kirby's, and I just would go there all the time. I knew the owner really well. He mm-hmm. came to my wedding. Aww. You know, he came to visit me when I was sick in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I went to visit him when he was sick in the hospital. And then he passed away suddenly at Harry's, actually. <gasps> yeah, he, oh, no, his, his second piece. favorite place to go was Harry's, and he would always go there and have a drink after he was done with his shift at Kirby's and he he mm-hmm. one day he ordered a drink and then they turned around and he was like slumped over he was dead <gasps> oh, so oh, no. yeah so then it was a uh, Kirby was was kind of thrown into flux and no one knew what was happening his sister um kind of negotiated the sale and after a uh, long negotiation I ended up with it mm-hmm. so and um at the time I was doing like contract uh graphic design web design Mm -hmm. and I was like just I was gonna like this was gonna just be an investment but then the bar life kind of took over yeah yeah wow dang yeah so like from so how about you though before we continue back into like work stuff like tell us how many siblings do you have um I have two brothers and a sister, and they're all older. I was an accident. So my parents were quite a bit older, and, like, my mom had me when she was 39, so I was definitely, like, an oops. So so my brother. damn, I can still get pregnant? Mm, Right, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Apparently, they weren't practicing the tried and true method of pulling out. So, yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as pulling out. <laughs> tried and true method. It's, it's really not a tried and true. Kids out there listening to this podcast don't. That's not a good method. For <laughs> oh, no. It's not a good method. It's not a good method. <laughs> no. Please practice safe sex. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Condoms best. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so I have two brothers and, an, uh, and a sister. So, so do are they business owners? Have like uh, Did you kind of grow up in the sense that you were going to lean towards that? Cause well. Like, so my dad o- operated his o- 
his own clinic, so mm-hmm. I got to kind of be around. All the boys worked in the clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I cleaned dog and I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, cl- I cleaned kennels, you know, with yeah. uh, newspaper um, lined, you know, kennels with piss and shit just <laughs> soaking them. And my dad had no problem telling me to go in and clean that stuff up. And I, <laughs> I can smell it to this day. I don't know oh, if you've okay. ever smelled piss and shit soaked um, newspaper with like dog hair combined in it it's a wonderful smell I, just, I encourage <laughs> you all to maybe go out and experience that for yourself but that's what Sounds i did like a clinic. cologne that's gonna sell yeah pretty fast no so that's what i, I did make a candle with that yeah. <laughs> we could get a candle with that yeah I mean, my dad was not bashful to put us to work so yeah we all worked in the clinics but yeah. i also got to see him like pay bills and run like you know the front side customer yeah. stuff and you know so i grew up around that you know i saw him carry a briefcase to work with a, a checkbook for the business and i still use he get you know I, he's passed mm-hmm. away. I've got that same uh, briefcase that I um, I remember, and I, I I used it for a couple cotillion you know uh, drops where we were paying artists and I had to go withdraw cash. I would do the same thing. And I still use the same. At most of the bars, I still use the same checkbook ledger that he had, which is a three ring, mm-hmm. you know, three panel check thing that I always remember him writing checks on. So, Aww. so yeah, I mean, I kind of came up into that. But my brother is a doctor. Mm-hmm. My sister, I went to law school, but she's an insurance agent. My other brother is a retired homicide detective from Lawrence. So, what? so we all kind of just went. You're all, all very eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's Damn. that Asian it's that yeah. Asian thing. Oh yeah, a, you know, A's You're only. not a doctor, you're not a lawyer, no, you're or an engineer. Or engineer. That's the thing. Yeah. You, you and I was. I was a software engineer. So yeah. like, you know, it was that was the thing. We yeah. our dad was not down with bees and mm-hmm. and he was he pushed education. We none of us had, you know, a college fund. We we had yeah. to go on Pell grants. We were, you know, uh, the thing is he was well to do in Malaysia, but mm-hmm. we were, you know, Right. lower middle class in America yeah. you know and yeah. so we were struggling I think mo- that's definitely like the immigrant thing oh yeah I don't yeah. think it's just Asian like immigrants no, yeah. tend to push uh, exactly education. yeah 100% yeah, yeah. like uh, everyone want a better life for the kids and they yeah. they knew that it was through education mm-hmm. yeah. that they were going to get that so you know they were I remember looking at photos from when they were in Malaysia and I mean they were you know they were at all the socialite parties he drove mm-hmm. sports cars my mom didn't work she was a mm-hmm housewife but when we came to america she worked at dunkin donuts then she mm-hmm. worked at hallmark cards and you know he was struggling to run a business yeah because the currency here is a lot different than oh, like yeah. there, yeah. out oh, in the third like in the other oh, countries yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it was a huge like, loss you know in mm-hmm. terms yeah. of so yeah we you know we got a different type of come up and and i guess for me it was just yeah, a combination of being around my dad and just how I went to college. I went to a smaller college, mm-hmm. which gave me more opportunities to kind of jump in charge of departments and stuff like mm-hmm. that when I was younger. Sure. And yeah, and I, and I played in a band, and I I, I was the kind of the pseudo manager of that band, so I had to figure that stuff out. And that's like business. That's networking. Mm-hmm. So all of that led, you know, all of that networking, um, especially playing in a local band and in in, mm-hmm. in the Wichita scene, just knowing everybody and being a popular band at the time, mm-hmm. it kind of just built that uh, business network. Yes. Yeah. So. Congrats. Look Thanks. at you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I, I would say you're in a pretty popular band now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have you seen Monterey Jack? Have mm-hmm. you? Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, we play one. So I can't, I mean, it's, uh, if we're talking dates, I mean, for everyone in the room, this Saturday we play <laughs> the Brickyard. Yeah, we're, we're, we time travel yes, on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever you hear this, we're probably playing on a Saturday somewhere <laughs> in the future. So I'm not going to say the specific date. 
<laughs> I'm over here like, uh. <laughs> like I can't math right now. I the math, the ain't math, math is nothing. nothing. It's not carry, mathing. Carry the one. <laughs> carry the, the one. Yeah, carry but the I gotta one. take it away, and then I have to do all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dusty over here is in entertainment too, so that's probably why he's was, in the know. Well, I was noticing his uh, soundboard stuff and all the d- yeah. I can yeah, tell he's into it. Yeah, he's, he's our he's producer. our he's our a one. Yeah, literally, we, without him, we wouldn't know what to do. There you go. Yeah. One day he was like, "You guys could try without me. I'll just give you guys my soundboard." And I was like, "I'm not touching." That. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, "Ha cute." No, <laughs> I know how to plug in the mics. That's all I know. Right, how to do. Right. <laughs> we're like, that's all we need to know, Dusty. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I do still play in a band, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monterey Jack. It's a cover band, and we play '80s, '90s, and current. Uh, music it just rocked up, you know. And yeah. I've been in that band for, you know, oh gosh, you guys are making me feel real old. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I've been in that band for about 12, 12 years. Um, and wow, any, look at you. Yeah, any original, like, mu- like band, uh, a musician that plays an original music band, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing uh, that you kind of turn your nose up, a lot of people, a lot of musicians do, is playing in a cover band, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these guys are comprised of old local musicians that played in local, you know, original bands mm-hmm. back in the 90s, 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they got to a point in their life where they have careers, but they still love to play. They still yeah. love to entertain. And the least dramatic way to do it is play covers. Yeah. Because you're not mm. fighting about like a direction of the band, yeah. creativity. It's like mm, this is true. the way the song goes. There's a roadmap. Someone else sang it, and people liked it. Mm-hmm. Just execute. That's and, a good point. Yeah. You know, it's just fun. It's fun to go out, and we just happen to be the right combo that kind of transcends. Like I will say, I played a. I played in front of, you know, several thousand people before. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. when I was in an original band and. Playing the Brickyard makes it feel like you're playing a real like uh, concert, you know, because yeah. people are into it. It doesn't matter you're playing covers. So, but when they first approached me, I kind of stuck my nose up at it, you know. I was yeah. like, nah, I'm gonna play a cover, <laughs> man. But when they turned, they ended up kind of reading that on me during the, um, you know, during the tryouts. Yeah. And so they passed me over for this other guy, and I was super bummed. I was like, oh my. But I was just yeah. wrapping my head around being in this cover band. <laughs> yeah. And that guy didn't work out. And so then they came back to me and, and the rest is history, I guess. So. Yeah. That's just good that, you know, people have their own lives and like kids and like, you know, the jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that you still do this. Like not a lot of people like like if you play a sport, you know, yeah. you play a sport for like oh, how many years and then you're like, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to do it. Right. But you make time to do what you love to do. Yeah, I think so. There was only, uh, you know, somewhere. uh I'm I'm divorced now mm-hmm. and I'm I'm engaged again. But somewhere along when I was we were getting ready to start a family because I've got mm-hmm. two kids, you know I kind of put it in my mind that I just need to let go of music. And mm-hmm. so there was a a block there of a couple years that I didn't play at all, mm-hmm. uh, and I realized I really missed it. Um, yeah. And we would get together for the original bands reunions. The band was called O'Phil, and we used to get, like even after we stopped playing on the regular, we would get together once a year to play. But mm-hmm. that wasn't really enough. Um, so being in the cover band, it made me realize I'm just always going to have to have that as a part of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a certain, um, you know, certain aspect of entertainment that I just can't let go of. I just, I really love being on stage and entertaining people, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the path, you know, I can't, I can't be, I can't practice like three times a week anymore mm-hmm. and, and, and write songs and try to record an album. I just, I just don't have time for that. So for being sure. in a cover band, you know, 
we get paid yeah and mm-hmm. we have a great time and we entertain people so yeah and a lot of that then stems to like when you decide to move out of your nine to five job mm. moving into a 24 7 one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's your true. phone is always ringing <laughs> always ringing well i had a i kind of had an interesting trajectory on that because yeah you know in the software world we got bought out and you know, several times and laid off. And, Mm, mm -hmm. you know, that's when I first started to go out on my own and, you know, really had to build my own book of business Mm -hmm. with graphic design, web design, uh, digital content creation, video, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it it changed throughout the years. I I used to design Splurge magazine Mm -hmm. uh, and shoot, you know, photos for it. I I did this magazine called High School Sports Magazine, which became Vipe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I used to design that and shoot photos for that, you know. And then I started shooting video for uh, VMware out in California. And, and so it just took me all. And, and at some point, you know, then I bought Kirby's. And then I was yeah. like, this is a lot. You know, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just like I'm working all the time. And, and so I took a job back with the software folks, you know. So mm-hmm. I went from like being my own boss to going back to a nine to five. Yeah. And boy, let me tell you, that second time around, that that convinced me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nah, fuck this. No, yeah. I can't do it. I can't. You know? I can't. You told me to do what? Yeah. For PTO? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, excuse, I cannot drink here. Right. Excuse you. <laughs> I can't. I work yeah. best when I'm under the influence. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. It was a lot of like just you know, they didn't really want to hear my. When you run your own business, you control your own destiny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, there's there's that there's that level of it. But other other than that, it just it was just you know. I, was, I mean like workplace culture is different everywhere oh, sure. some cultures it's okay to be challenged in to challenge your boss who do yeah. that sort of thing some cultures it's like no you can't do that what do you mean you're gonna we, say no to exactly. this and i would say this was a fairly progressive culture i don't want to okay. i don't want to I, I would say that this software company there were there was small it wasn't very corporate corporate but mm-hmm. i mean in terms of the you know the mode of thinking in 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 taking risks mm-hmm. I, I guess that's where my specialty is if you want to ask me you know i'm i'm a risky person like yeah I, I that's i thrive on taking risks yeah and you know kind of shoving all in if you will so mm-hmm. but a lot of companies just not are, are not like that so i you know right, i was thinking right. like four steps ahead of like mm. you know growth where they're really just not prepared to listen to someone complain about that so i got laid off you know and i i, I always think that's funny because like they laid me off the second time around and I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, I was just buying Lucky's at the time. I was okay. just buying the Lucky's building at the time, actually. And uh-huh. I just closed on Lucky's, the building. I had the business in September of that year that I got laid off. And they, we, I hosted the company Christmas party at Lucky's. Yeah. And then they laid me off oh, <laughs> a week no, later. Wow. But it was luckily a day after I'd closed on the building. Did they pay you at least, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was like. I that was is like, funny. Oh. You know, sorry, you said it was the day of what? I, I closed on the building, so I, you know, yeah. the bank, of course, had pulled credit and they thought oh, I was shit. fully employed, and so I, I signed the mortgage, and then they laid me off. So thank God for that. Oh yeah, hell you hell got yeah. lucky. But then yeah. I was, I was in again. You know, I'd, I'd kind of given up my book of business, and I had to figure out mm-hmm. how I was going to make it work. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did. Yeah. Just kind of push forward, and and mm-hmm. as a result, you know, then came barley corns shortly after that, and mm-hmm. um. I owned barley corns for five years with a couple couple guys, and we renovated it, and brought some great acts there, and then we got, you know, the cotillion, and then I sold barley corns, and then we started lava and tonic, and then COVID, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because oh, yeah, Love Itonic did, did open around that time. We opened in October of 2019 and were okay. shut down by March of 2020. Yeah. Shit. That's <laughs> a rough one. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you guys still have Lava and Tonic too, though, because now it's like people get to go back and experience it and that you guys didn't decide to. I mean, that COVID didn't shut you guys down. Yeah, fully. actually. No, um, yeah, it did for a chunk. And then when they let us do to go, actually, it worked out really well with Lava and Tonic because, you know, there were just. We, we did a good to-go presentation. Like, mm. we had cute little bottles, and we That's packed true. Ziplocs full of, like, accoutrement that you could put on your drink and a mm-hmm. lot of cut fruit. And, yeah, and those and, drinks are hella strong. Yeah, they are. They're and, like Harry's drinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't <laughs> mess around. But, yeah, like, people those were... drinks are Harry's drinks. <laughs> it was, like, free advertising because people were, like, everyone was trapped at home, and they were, you know, like, sh- shooting in their backyard with, like, by the pool with a lava and tonic drink, oh, and they were, yeah. like, tagging us. So that really helped us survive mm-hmm. um, and then when we opened back up people appreciated the environment it's it, it's an escapist environment so yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know it for sure is yeah yeah and so then lava and tonic and then is that where you're at now to Solly and Jude's yeah you uh, willing to tell us a little bit about that about Solly and Jude's yeah. <clears throat> let me take a little drink here okay mm. yeah so um you know oddly enough I uh Throughout the years, I'd been experimenting with like little pop-up events south of the arena mm-hmm. with a, a business partner or a, a guy I know named Bruce Rowley, who's actually um, involved in this space that we're in. Wow, and um, he has RSM marketing, and I, you know, I just hit him up. I was like, man, these arena events, why don't we do a little pop-up bar outside rsm which was it's just right around the corner right across from the arena mm-hmm. and so we did all the proper paperwork and i we would set up a bar outside um with patio furniture from one of his clients uh, i think wichita furniture you know it was kind of a cross-branded deal and people would walk up to the con- concert and uh, drink a couple beers and you know i saw that it was like uh this could work from the south because from the north it's different you know from the north of the arena people don't really walk up from parking they've already kind of walked through old town and had a drink and maybe had dinner they're going directly to the concert yeah from the south um there's a lot more people walking up from parking so i i did a couple of those and then when the uh ncaa had their tournament we rented out the parking lot that is actually the Sully and Jude's parking lot right next to the Sully and Jude's right now. Mm-hmm. And we did a big thing called Bracket Bash. And it was uh, just a, a D, like a DJ party with a with beer and games and stuff like that. And it, and it crushed. So I kind of knew that, you know, I wanted to do something in this area. I was kind of actually one of Lob and Tonic's first locations was on Commerce. Like when we, oh, really? well, well, we weren't open there, but we okay. actually had architectural drawings and we were ready to go in that space. But then we, found the other space so mm-hmm. i always thought about putting something south of the arena and um so bruce had some space available and and kind of approached myself and uh, um i i said well i can't do it alone at this point i've got a lot on my plate so i hit up uh the guy i sold barley corns to okay justin brown who owns shamrock um uh, jerry's snug harbor and barley corns mm-hmm. i think that's it and yeah and I was like, hey, let's co-quarterback this, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what we're both in that along with Bruce and a partners and partners from Lob and Tonic. Okay. And the idea was like a, like I'd been to a couple of East Coast sandwich shops and I kind of wanted to do kind of a deli style. Maybe not a true deli, but just serving some sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and some cocktails and and keep uh, more like lunch and dinner hours than late night bar hours. So that's what it's going to be. It's named after my uh, my son's nickname and the other uh, Justin's son's nickname. My son's name is Solomon and his son's name is Judah. So we call him, you know, I call my son Solly and he calls him Jude. So Solly and Jude's. That's that's cute. Yeah. That's the deal. So, and it is, it's by far been one of the harder things I've, I've had to work on. It's just Mm -hmm. the building out a kitchen is, is extra complex. So is this the first time that you're building out a kitchen? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. Lava and Tonic also serves apps and stuff like that. Yeah. But that doesn't really require, um, like, cause we didn't have like flat grills Mm -hmm. and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it is, it is more like, uh, pre, we don't have to prep any of that food there. It's like, okay. you know, we mm-hmm. put, it, put it in a pizza maker and we have like all the apps are dry goods that we put together. Yeah. So, okay. Just the, like, egg, like finger food. Just yeah, like egg rolls. Like we do it yeah. in an air fryer. We mm-hmm. don't do it in a real fryer, you know, yeah. Yeah. grease fryer. Ooh, healthy. Yeah. Actually, I love <laughs> my healthy air fryer. There. <laughs> Let's talk about air fryers. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about air fryers. <laughs> I love an air fryer. Which Everyone. one would you suggest? Uh, um, I don't know, actually. I just okay, I have I, a I Phillips know. something or other. I don't know. Yeah. Just anyone will work. Emily bought me an air fryer, which I haven't returned yet because it's too small. Oh, yeah. You got to get a, <laughs> gotta get the big air fryer. I'm sorry about the air fryer tangent, but yes. No, no, that's <laughs> good. I love air fryers. It's, yeah. I like the air fryers as all in, all in one. Yeah. You know, like you can do. Will like, it make you coffee, too? Oh, no. What? <laughs> maybe. I maybe, was like, maybe, is that a maybe. new thing? Because I have the one that you can boil and you can do. Oh, all, yeah. You can it's like, like an Instapot. Instapot. Oh, it's Instapot air fryer. Yeah, See? it's Instapot See? air fryer. Yeah. It's the Asian in her. This, this is the sponsorship you guys <laughs> should be shooting for. This is it, People yeah. are going to think you're getting paid now. Yeah. By Fruit Ninja. Get the... Air fryer by Fruit Ninja. Yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Fruit Ninja, you are not sponsoring us, but if you want to sponsor us, please email us at here's to you pod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at here's to you cast. Okay, let's get back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your your restaurant is going to be a restaurant, right? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think I saw it too as well because it's like on the corner, just literally right in front of the interest oh, yeah. arena, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And when I remember I drove by because my company were about to um, move over here on Commerce Street. Oh yeah. And then I saw that they, I saw they're like remodel, like doing something there. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, I wonder what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my manager told me, my my boss told me, he's like, yeah, they're, I think they're making a kitchen there. And I was like, that's the smartest fucking idea ever. <laughs> well, I think I hope hopefully. <laughs> no, I'm I hope you're right. I'm serious because like people could just eat there and yeah. they just walk to the fucking to the yeah. concert or anything. Yeah. And, like and there's a lot of people officing down there too. So yeah. I mean yeah. that's what you know really. Um, I might come over there too as well. I'm sure. Yeah, come on over. Get we'll drunk. Yep. There you go. <laughs> it's a beautiful bar we built. Um mm-hmm. and um the bar is built, but like we're going through all the code and everything. Yeah. Right now, city permitting and all that right now. Building out the kitchen, so it's all it's very complex. All the fun stuff. It's really yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> So Those when can we expect Solly and Jude? That's the great question. And I get asked that question almost daily. And oh, I, w- okay. I, would love, I would love to say a definitive date. However, I've learned that I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that I hope to be open um, sometime in May. Ooh. I think that would be fairly uh, aggressive, though. So mm-hmm. who knows? But we can expect mm. it this year. Oh, it has to. Otherwise, I will disappear. I'll be in Mexico. <laughs> I'm going to empty all my bank accounts, and I'll run away. <laughs> I'll go with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're not open this year. This yeah. We'll problems. open a restaurant down in Mexico. Yeah. I'll be serving uh, microwave nachos if I have to. Yeah, I so. mean, hey, I think, well, in Mexico, I don't know that microwave I will sell, nachos. I would sell <laughs> Wait, wait, what am I saying? 
air fryer nachos. There yes. you go. My, uh, what was I thinking? Yeah, and, and Mexicans God. are going to we're going to be blown away. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to be like, oh shit, these yeah. are healthy. Yeah, yeah. They're like, these are not that. They're really healthy. <laughs> but guys. depending on where you're at, you're probably going to blow out some circuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Fuck it, it's okay. <laughs> we just climb up one of those circuits and start putting it together. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be stealing electricity <laughs> yeah, from the from next town over? From the next town over. Because yep, <laughs> that's so how down. that goes. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've kind of gone through your career journey a little bit more and now just kind of gone through where you're at right now. Um, and you shared a little bit about your first uh, purchase experience mm-hmm. to, again, a great friend of yours that that passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us like a little bit about like your first purchase experience to your your now your most current one? Like what were the nerves with that? Like what was that experience like mm-hmm. as you transitioning to like that was my first one and now I'm here I'm more seasoned oh, entrepreneur yeah. how do you you know like well, can you walk us through that it's it's different because uh you know uh Kirby's and Lucky's were existing businesses Barleycorn's was mm-hmm. too but we were you know um and not really reliant on the Barleycorn's current like clientele so we knew that we if we were going to actually pay money for that thing that we needed to change something you know mm-hmm that we needed to attract more people and it needed to be not a dive bar downtown, but a music hall, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and not yeah. be so clicky yeah. and, and do a lot yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and so that was different than the last two, ex- last three experiences I've had. I mean, buying the cotillion by far was like the most intimidating one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. And there was a lot going on in my life at that time. You know, I was newly divorced and, mm-hmm. and all this When stuff. did you buy the cotillion again? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Jeez. That's so pretty. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. still new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And look at you. You're still killing it. Yeah. 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 It's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that was a, that was definitely um, an interesting experience. But I mean, you know, I'm learning things. As now, yeah. yeah. So you know, this experience of opening up Solly and Jews is distinctly different. Everything mm-hmm. that I've gone through has been distinctly different. I deal with different. I don't have the same partners mm-hmm. in every single deal. So I, I have several different. The only business I own 100 percent by myself is Lucky's. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else that I do has business partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't do things alone. I, yeah. I just, you know, you can't. And if you think you can, you're wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, no, you, know, you really, you're gonna fail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I need other people's input. You you have to be able to work. So like, you know, when people are like thinking that Lava and Tonic was one person's vision, it wasn't. It was col- it was a collaboration, but I needed the creative minds of my business partners to lead that. And mm-hmm. I was able to contribute to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and same thing here with Solly and Jude's, you know, it's, it's multiple people coming together and collaborating to create something. So, mm-hmm. and just knowing when to, you know, when your voice is being, when it needs to be heard or when something is subjective and you're wasting time by just saying, well, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. because, not everyone that comes to my business is, you know, going to think like me. And I, if I booked music that I only like, no one would come to the shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that you have to think of it in a, in a greater, a bigger scheme. And, and I hear a lot of that conversation, you know, why don't you bring more XYZ to the cotillion? It's like, well, why don't you show up <laughs> and bring 2,000 of your friends? Exactly. And then I have no friends. problem booking whatever band you say that needs to be playing Wichita just show me 2,000 people will pay a ticket to be there yeah yeah hey I'm not mad about the bands you bring to the cotillion I'm very happy with them yeah no I you know but there's some people that you know they're you know what you should do next you should do a k-pop band 
Oh, uh, we are probably too small for a K-pop band. Right. Right. We have to go. Yeah. Probably, we probably yeah. need to go to we, Wave. We just, hey, we've discovered uh, this, Emily. What's that it called? K- there was a K-pop band. Um, what's it called? Did a concert in Lawrence. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying I think we, uh, you know, That's I would love to. If it, large if, fan base. Yeah, it's a large fan it's base. It's a large fan base. A lot of kids. But yes. hey, I, all I think about is the money. The oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, you know, guys, I know you guys want to see your bias, but. Right, right. You got, you got a thousand friends you're going to bring in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can. Right. <laughs> I can. They'd probably hit the fire code. Mm-hmm. issue that's that's uh, so our last guest was around k-pop and they have the k-pop um k-pop and k-pop stop and anime story mm. oh, okay and she was sharing with us how like you know at first they went through a modest um experience and, and it wasn't that they brought an actual band it was just kind of bringing fans together and mm-hmm. doing an event where you're basically celebrating the fact that you love this band right and um so at first they did something small a little bit modest right Uh, they were like 200 and they're like they sold out so quick we were supposed to do like more ads for them too oh wow before we could even get the first ad out yeah it was sold out oh wow (laughs) yeah people love it yeah so i don't doubt it um but still like going back to kind of your your various um you know from your first purchase to now your latest one, I noticed you were mentioning a lot about like your business partners sure. and having a group of various different business partners in different business purchases yeah. mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, like for the aspiring entrepreneur, like what would you say on how to figure out how to get that? Oh, well, uh, for an aspiring entrepreneur, I would say first things first is that, uh, you know, they always say like going to business with your friends is a difficult thing and it, and it is and it will affect some friendships you know it, it it can affect some friendships and your best bet is to make sure you line out everything in what's called an operating agreement and that is just basically all the details on how the business is going to run mm-hmm. you know who's going to get paid what what's going to happen if you want to leave what's going to happen if you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's all lined out on legal documents so none of that is like you know a sore point and I, that's mm-hmm. something i have gotten better with you know because i've you know, I went into when I bought Kirby's, I bought it with a, a friend that was a, the sax player in my first band. And, you know, we had some rough years when he was upset about like his return on it, you know. So I eventually oh, yeah. bought him out and then our friendship healed. But even mm-hmm. in my web design business, I was working with a friend. And yeah, you know, it's just when you're working with your friend, it's, it's going to, you're going to have some hard times. So you just have to figure it out. But your best bet is to line everything out as much as you can in legal documents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then in terms of finding the right partner, you know, you just have to observe how they are and, um, you know, you, you're probably going to want to make sure you believe in their ethics, mm-hmm. that you have the same moral code, you know, those kind of things, and that they have some business acumen, you know, and, and, you know, that they know what they're getting into. Because I'll tell you, everyone wants to own a bar. But they, you know, I would tell them, if you're really trying to make money, I would just put it into real estate. You know, I would just make a more, you know, safe investment. But that's a lot of, that's not really what a lot of these folks want to do. They want to do something exciting. They want to create something. Mm -hmm. They want to, you know, it's, there's a certain amount of, you know, pride you take in creating something like that, that people attend and talk well about, you know, like, you know, you can, there's, it's hard to put a dollar value on that, you know, mm-hmm. like saying someone, oh, that's my favorite place to go. I love, I love that place. Yeah. When you get a five star review, instead of someone complaining, it's like, okay, good. We did good. You know, people are 
are, are appreciating this vision we had. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just about that finding you know a good person, um, and if you're and if they're your friend, make sure to line out as many details as possible. Yeah. Yep. How did That's you go true. about with finding your business partners? Um, various uh, various ways. Um, with Kirby's, the guy that I just like a couple years ago sold um, forty nine percent to. Uh, he was one of the original guys that was up against me to buy it in the first place. And and I just gotten to know him over the years and I knew he had a passion and a love for the place. We don't always see eye to eye on how to run the business, but I'm, that's another one of those situations. It's like, I can't, you know, I have to trust or let him learn his own way uh, on how he's going to run it. You know? So like, I can't be blocking it if I'm not actually putting time to it so he's the one that's earned him and his wife have put a lot of time and energy into the space so I can't sit there and and you know swoop in and say no you know it's it's I've got to let him go and he's made some great calls and he's made some you know he's done some great things with that space and you know I've also advised them on things and I think that's that's a good partnership you know like Mm -hmm knowing when like i said knowing when to have a battle and when not to and when to appreciate someone else's opinion is as valid as yours yeah so so you know with you having a business and everything like you do all this process to have someone trust and everything like that like how do you have you ever experienced like a bad like a bad relationship or a bad business or anything like that uh sure yeah, I mean, I can't won't like, go into details. Or like when the business <laughs> went wrong or anything. I'm not gonna like put anyone bust. Willing to share. <laughs> well, it's hard to share specifics, but I, uh, I, I think you, you kind of know it, you know. Yeah. Um, what are signs that you should break up? it's much like a you know it's much like a regular relationship. If the person <laughs> doesn't respect you, doesn't communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, is cheating on you with other businesses <laughs> that's deep ouch <laughs> that cuts deep you know what i mean i mean if, if there are conflicts like that then or you know when you look at your output of time in in mm. working the business and it's yeah. it's way out of whack to where your equal business partner is you yeah. know then something needs to be done you know yeah. that's not an that's not a, a tenable uh, situation for anybody and that goes for a relationship or a business relationship or being in a band I mean it's all human interaction right you got to be right, respectful yeah. you got to mutually have an understanding about how things should go so when that starts to fall apart then you know you should probably exit. go to therapy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. get a lawyer couple therapy <laughs> that's right, that's right. Or maybe you should bring in a third, a third business yeah. partner. That is true. That is true. <laughs> open it up. Yeah, yeah. We okay. need to open up this relationship. Yeah. Everybody love a threesome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everybody love Everyone loves the bring some more money to the table, and then it <laughs> makes everything better. Yes, exactly. Bring another exactly. body to the bed. It makes everything. No. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> that's where that's where relationships and businesses may be different. <laughs> I'm not a licensed therapist. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, we're yeah. No, we we just may, we're just traumatized. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are getting ready to um, we'll get, be getting ready to take you on a break so that we okay. can prepare your drink because Sweet. as you guys know. A huge part of the podcast is that we like to bring some alcohol into the mix. Um, so before we get into that, though, um, what song is playing? Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Is that what's playing right now? <laughs> let me tell you something that you're liking. Is that what I'm hearing? I believe you're correct. It's, it's the same beat, but it's a different lyric. Oh, okay, damn. It's because like my, I told you guys my headphones are sucking. 
you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and go to break. We'll move some stuff around to follow up on next question. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Hold on, little baby. Okay, KK. Hey, something you Segment number two with our special guest, Alex Thomas. We've got some very good drinks here. Yes, guys, I made, you know, as always, you know, I always make a drink for our guests to make them feel special. And I just want them to get a little drunk, you know? Uh, Just a little? Just a little. Okay. (laughs) Maybe, I mean, if you want a shot of whiskey, we can. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You can have Fanny pour it up. You can uh, yes. tell us more have about Fanny this drink. Have Fanny pour this up. Yes. So yeah, just pour some in here. Just, <laughs> just whatever. Yeah. So this. I'm not shy. <laughs> so this drink, I named it Bear Akuda. Bear Akuda. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, basically, it's just whiskey. Um, so the ingredients is basically seven to ten mint leaves. Um, 0.75 ounces of honey, 0.75 of lemon juice, and 1.5 ounces of whiskey. And then you add some ice, shake it, and then after that, strain it over some chilled ice glass and garnish with mint. And Alex loves it. I love it. He's <laughs> <laughs> over here mixing because he wants to take a shot. <laughs> yes. yes. Do you want us to take a shot with you, Alex? Sure. Yeah. All right. I we were I'll, all I'll do. I do an old-fashioned whiskey with you as well. You got an old-fashioned whiskey over there? I mean, I could well, just. Well, here. I'll do a regular shot in that, and then I'll sip on this because okay. it still has some of the muddling and goodness in it. Mm, yes. Here you go. All right. <laughs> I think behind you is where we have. <laughs> is where I have the. I don't know where tune went, so I could. Shot cups? I don't. I lied. I don't have any in there. I lied. But it's all right, because we're going to get back to it, and we're going to take a shot in between. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'll, I'll put this on reserve right here. I'll be ready when you guys are. I'll take no, it with we'll you. take it with you right oh, okay, now. Okay, we'll do that, too. I'll just take a huge sip of this. There you go. There you go. Cheers. 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 Here's to you. Here's to you. <laughs> yeah, that's whiskey. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. <laughs> That's whiskey. Oh my God! Speaking of Ooh. last night, Emily and I were testing um, the drinks, right? And <laughs> we were making trial drinks. Oh yeah. And w- at first, we're like, I told her, I was like, Hey, don't you got Jack Daniels above your fridge? And she's That's like, she Yeah. Was. And I was like, Well, it's whiskey, so we might as well do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we didn't. Uh, no. Well, you guys didn't go anywhere after no, that. No. <laughs> well, we just. It didn't taste as great, so I have four roses at home. Oh yeah, as that's well. a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> my dumbass was like, 
here, let me try the difference between Jack oh. and Four Roses, but straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. She took it like a champ, and I watched her. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I, I was not really expecting to do this, but I did. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, yeah. but it happened. I was, when I saw her pour in a cup, and I'm like, is she? Oh, oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I saw her sipping. Oh, she really took mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. I, I see and her. then I'm like, um. Yeah, l- l- let's just switch to four roses. See, that, <laughs> like if I knew what the fuck I was talking about. See, that's what you need to look at, look at for a business partner. Someone that's willing to take straight whiskey shots. <laughs> <laughs> she that's took exactly. a shot of gin. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> These assholes. Oh my god, I did. No, I didn't Ooh. know that that was Ooh. not a thing to do. So she did it, and uh, I knew, but I watched. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that you know that thing is like you tell your friends, uh, "Yeah, go ahead and do it," but you're just like sit there and watch them. Yeah. They, well, she was moving so fast, like I did not move. Fast. I did it slow. Cross the border. Yeah, and, she like, was <laughs> dusty. Before, it was before we could go. No, and whatever. Down straight off the boat. No, <laughs> that's no, rough. That is not. No, yeah. I, I saw her pour it, and she's like, "I'm gonna take a shot of this." I'm like, go ahead, baby no, girl. No, no one stopped me. So. That guest, um, also Jocelyn Serial entrepreneur as well, and um, she was like, "Okay, I'm I'm on a gin kick." So we were like, "All right, we're gonna figure out a gin drink for mm-hmm. you." And again, we do shots with our guests throughout the episodes. So I was just like, "Okay, we're gonna do gin," and I'm like, "You know what? I've never taken a gin shot before. Is that a thing? Like, do people <laughs> do that?" No one says anything. I'm like, boop, boop, boop. I'm going to take it. Mm. And I was sitting, I was behind Never the mic again. and I looked at her. I was like, yeah, baby girl, no, thank do you. it. Do you it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. It's so, rough. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. But speaking of like weird instances where you don't really think things through, um, that's how you make it through life. Wow, that's that's, how you make that's it a transition. Through. I don't What did you find out about me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, here's a transition. Uh, <laughs> you know, we didn't know nothing about you, you know, yeah. but we came across this article Uh-oh. on the Wichita Eagle. Mm. They did <laughs> say that the most important person to please these days is the one you see. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this again. So you said. I did? Yes. You said that. We're quoting you. Yeah, we're quote, quote. Oh, shit. And quote. Quote. The most Why we got to bring up old shit? <laughs> hey, we looked through your Twitter. We looked through your Twitter. We're, I, we're I, did a, a tweet. I did a real deep FBI, <laughs> okay. FBI ex-girlfriend right. look on you. <laughs> right. Okay. And you tweeted on January 1st, 2028. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm about to say this shit. Okay. 2028. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no we one caught the, that. We yeah. go in the future here. Oh, we're in the future. Yeah, yeah. Guys, let you know that um, we all live in the clouds now. There we go. <laughs> but anyways, um, you quoted that the most important person to please these days is the one you see every morning in the mirror. Can you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember saying that shit. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going through a real you existential like, crisis some, at the time. Like, you were like, that's some clever ass shit. That was clever. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, I said that shit. <laughs> I said that. Better believe it. <laughs> That's right. When she when we read your article, she's like, "Dude, listen to this." And I said, <laughs> "I said, damn, he made that shit up in his mind." <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get when you go to six years of therapy straight. <laughs> Here's some shit. I, I got to credit my thank you, uh, Adolf Chavez, for the wise times that you spent with me, me complaining about my life that I came up with that quote for the Wichita Eagle. Yes, thank you. We love therapy. We love like therapy. I'd like to thank Lexapro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. no pharmaceutical, no no pharmaceuticals were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yes, I did say that. I, I, and, I, and I do believe it. Yeah. You do believe it? I do believe it. I do. I think, uh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the meaning of that quote? Can you tell uh, Well, I mean, at the time, if, 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 if I'm thinking of the right article, I think that was in um, 2017 or 16, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I was getting divorced. 2028. <laughs> 2028, remember? Oh, yeah, 2028. Yeah. Am I going to get divorced in 2028? No, Shit. no, 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 you're not. Never mind. Let's take that <laughs> no, back. That's not like that. It, it's, it's the tongue. It's the tongue. Oh, yeah. The tongue will save me. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I was going through a divorce, and, you know, I was really kind of, I mean, you know, I've changed my direction in life several times. You know, I yeah. Don't, I think you can always reinvent yourself. So mm-hmm. going through a big change like that, you know, I was kind of just finding myself and, and figuring out what I wanted and a, maybe going through a little bit of a mid-life crisis. You know, I go through one every four or five years. So. Fair. As, <laughs> as everyone should. I do every yeah, year. Yeah. Right. Every year when I turn the next day. Yeah. But I, I think that if you can't look, because there's been plenty of times in my life when I've looked at myself in the mirror and been like, who the fuck are you? What are yeah. you doing? Why are you doing the things Why that you Why you look doing? like this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Who, who are you people? Who are you staring back at me? You know, I never thought I would be doing the things I'm doing. You know, that kind of thing. So yeah. it, it's like, you know, as long as you, I think that that's a good situation. You can't live life to please others because you will, mm-hmm. others will always fail you. Like you will never have, uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say you can't depend on friends. You can't just depend on the person you love, your wife, your your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever. I'm just saying, really, though, the best thing for them is that you are pleased with yourself. Mm, you know, yeah. that nothing else can go right unless you feel good about yourself sure. and you have that self-confidence and you're not depending on someone else for that self-confidence. So you have to look yourself in the mirror and believe in yourself and 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 be proud of the person that you are. It doesn't matter what every, anyone else says. And that's why I always... Mm-hmm. Whatever compliments someone tells me about what I'm doing, I it, I let it roll off because it's like I'm not doing this for anyone else, but like mm. me, my kids, you know, my passion. Do I care about other people? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but I I don't. Um, and is it good to hear compliments? Yes, but you don't want to let that drive you and mm-hmm. be the measure of your success. Right. Yeah. So that's e- ex- the external validation is not what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I've shied away. You know, I mean if. You know, Dusty said he's seen me uh, on stage, mm-hmm. and I'm just a completely different person in real life than the person that's on stage. I just, I'm not, that's a, an act. Mm-hmm. And the older I've gotten, the more I, I like that I I can go into Lucky's and no one knows I'm the owner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to walk around saying I'm the owner. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to flaunt your shit. You no. Know what I mean? In fact, it attracts like really annoying conversations. So, like, yeah. I'd rather be in a corner and just observe and be able to go about my business sometimes i want to just go out with my fiance and just hang out and talk to her yeah you know so um, i'm an an observer as well yeah i i'm i'm like in the back but like in (laughs) lava and tonic you know i mean i i you know some bars i that i own i don't go into very much at all Mm -hmm. um and it's just you know some people are like why don't you go there it's like man i I got a 15 year old, 11 year old. My, Bitch, I ain't gonna be there at 10:30. My, 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 my fiance, my fiance's got four kids. We're the Brady Bunch. So you know, it's, it's some real shit. You know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm so not, I'm not looking at station wagon. Yeah, no, no. I don't have the, I, I don't have, you the, don't mini, have the minivan. No, minivan wow. equals minivan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no. they have some cool minivans now. No, they don't. Yes, yes they do. No, uh, they don't. Uh, uh, I excuse have, you, sir. There was, I, there I, was I, no uh, other minivan that. Matters other than the Astro Van, and other than that, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't don't be dropping some fucking Toyota Sienna automatic 
Lambo doors on the minivan. There's nothing. <laughs> that's funny because that's exactly okay, what, what, what I was about to say. What, what minivan are you guys saying is a cool minivan? Well, I mean, like, they're just, like, upcycled now as in, like, you know. You like just a crossover. Reci- yeah, like, you can reci- you can recline all the way back. You know, they have the touch screen. You know, I'm just saying, it's like, they're minivan. more. It's still a minivan, but it's a cool Mm. In that mm. year, minivan. I, like, I rented a minivan in <laughs> in Seattle, and that bitch is quiet. <laughs> I didn't even know that bitch was running mm. still. I don't know. We were in the parking lot, and I said, "Did we turn this on?" Damn, and she's see, like, "Yeah, we did." Your future husbands, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Trade in that Corvette. We're getting a fucking minivan. <laughs> It's Can just you just so much room for activities? We're gonna, uh, we're <laughs> just gonna a lot of room. For I'm gonna tell my husband. I think we should sell our house and get a minivan. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. That's the van life now. It's <laughs> like life. all these uh, exciting YouTube videos to just drive into the grocery store and getting a shit ton of groceries in your minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting spinners on that bitch. Sometimes oh I put switches as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A body kit and everything. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. honestly, a dead body could fit in that. That's exactly it. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, those are empty because you. Those were gonna be the shot cups, Emily. Oh, give, I was give like, them to me. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, did I finish my drink? <laughs> so I, one one thing that uh, you just said a couple minutes ago about like, you you don't want to be in the bar and having people know that like that's your bar. You just want to be in the corner. Mm-hmm. It did remind me of this one night that we were at Lucky's and I was making a lot of jerky at the time and I approached you and sold you a bag of jerky, oh. not knowing that you and the joint. Had, oh. had I known that, I would not have. I did. I remember, and it was so it, w- it was spicy. It. And we talked about didn't you? Weren't you doing kimchi as well, or something like that? Or did would, we talk about something I like might that? Might have been thinking about it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Some I, I remember. Something. Oh yes. Were you smoking it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a smoker. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying he had a bowl and he was smoking it like some. But I mean, also, <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be the same thing. It could be the same thing. Dusty smokes cheese. I don't yeah. know how, oh, yeah, but yeah, he, no, he no, does yeah. that shit too. Yeah, no, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember you now. Yes, yes. I did buy some jerky from you. Yeah. <laughs> or did I buy your checks mix? I, I, I bought your checks mix. I don't remember. I bought something from you. I, I, I feel I like it was checks. I feel I like it was checks mix <laughs> because I feel like I remember tasting that smoky goodness. Yeah, out of the many products that I have, I sold you something. Yeah. <laughs> you sold me some hashish on South Broadway. <laughs> but come to find out later I was like oh my god that's the dude that owns a joint yeah Damn. perfect see that's great you didn't know who I was I just <laughs> yeah. that often happens with like someone with like illicit drugs you know I'm like hey I know to take that outside like, oh, yeah. what are you talking about I'm like well, you, uh, occasionally like, you have to do like, you don't want to bump yes. <laughs> <laughs> occasionally you have to drop the like I own the place you have to leave yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. I've had a couple of those instances but yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but speaking of um, having to tell people things like that, uh, I think like what Emily was trying to ask you was like, we wanted to know like you know when you're not seeking that external validation because you know what you are looking for for yourself, right? Um, you're trying to please yourself these days, um, any day, every day. Uh, we wanted to know like what's the craziest thing you've ever done to try and close a deal if you've had done something like that or a big purchase. The craziest thing I've ever done to close a deal. Don't tell me you did a sucking dick kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, damn. No, oh, damn. That's no. a, oh. Have you just yeah. did the stripper stuff? Have you I mean, I haven't done it for a business, but I've done it some, for some cheeseburgers. <laughs> I suck your dick, man. <laughs> I suck your dick, man. Cheeseburger. I got these cheeseburgers. Message. These cheeseburgers. Man. 
He's like, message. <laughs> um, I would have a little bit more. Yeah. Here. Do you want the shot? Do you want more? Oh, you want me? To, yeah. Do you, you pour want some a, in here? No. Do you want another drink? I can make it real quick. No, it's okay. I won't the make shot, it or you want it like you this? can do this like this, and then I'll give you this for the shot. Okay. The craziest thing I've ever done for a business deal. Um, gosh, you know, well. Not too many crazy things for. There's not much excitement revolving around a, a business deal per se. Mm-hmm. I will share a story uh, with, like, okay, a, a, I won't name the artist, mm-hmm. okay, but it was a rap act. <laughs> name that it. That might have been a little edgy. Okay. Okay. Um, maybe he had spent some time in prison. Okay. But so that doesn't narrow it down. I know. <laughs> Good. So the deal is, you know, some of these um, hip hop acts. I mean, uh, the weird thing about booking hip hop is there's a lot of fly by night promoters that do hip hop. So two things happen in this Wichita market. You know, so many people have said, "I'm bringing, I'm bringing, you know, someone to 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 Wichita," and then the show never happens. So people lose faith in the in the hip hop, right? Uh, the other thing that happens is a lot of hip hop artists get hot checks written to them, like, "Oh, it's time to settle the mm-hmm. show. Here's a mm-hmm. check." So. Yeah. It, as a result, they're asking for cash, mm. right. large sums of cash. So right, right. just picture this. I mean, you know, it's like you have to sit there and hand over a bunch of cash. Well, this manager at the time was a little bit, I don't know want to say, you know, I'd say he was aggressive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, hey, we don't have the whole thing in cash. We'll cut you a check. And he's like, I can't. I can't go back to that tour bus and tell that crazy motherfucker that I'm going to hand him a check. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and it was getting real tense. And he oh, had like, God. he had shoved a female um, security guard cause she stopped <gasps> him and he didn't have his, you know, his backstage pass. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, you know, I had to like sit there and it was like really tense, you know, oh, and everyone shit, was just yeah. kind of staring each other down. I was like, all right, we'll pull the cash, but you have to apologize to my female <laughs> security guard. Good for you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You. And so he's like, all right. And he, and he did it. And he mm-hmm. went out and apologized to her. And she came up afterwards and she was like, hey, I really appreciate you doing that. And I, mm-hmm. The whole time I'm sweating, though. Yeah. You know, just because like it's, 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 you know, this guy, he was right. His artist was crazy. And like, yeah, he needed all the cash. And it was one of the early times when we had just taken over. So that was the uh, uh, one of those crazy situations oh, in, in, yeah. in, 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 in Settling a deal, which would be a deal with the artist. Yeah. Them rappers, you can't fuck with them. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, money you can't. is money for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rem- uh, we had it, this show. It I literally w- is called spit your game, talk your shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had this game where we had, uh, uh, oh, it was like the Yang Yang twins, and I can't remember, uh, Petey Pablo, and someone else. And only like one of the Yang Yang, Yang twins showed up. What? Ying or Yang, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you gonna be yin and yang? You're yeah. like yin We made the mistake. We made the mistake of paying one of the dudes money before, and then we figured out the other one wasn't coming. We're like, hey, well, if he's not coming, then we need some of it back. He's like, how much? You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we need half of it. How about how about four hundred? He's like, no, bro. Well, this is a neg- reverse negotiation tactic. Like, Mitch, we, get, we need got, half of the money back, man. Half. There's only one of you. We only got Ying. We didn't I, get I, Yang. I didn't get the Ying and Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even call yourselves twins. <laughs> I gotta call you Ying. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Yeah. I'll be pissed. 
I'd be so pissed. It was. It was. It was I would flip a table. Situation. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where the fuck is Yang? Interesting situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how a giant brawl starts out. Yeah. That's true. True. <laughs> That's true. 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 Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's about the craziest I think. Um, other than that, I mean, everything's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Pretty boring contracts and wrangling money and all that shit. So. Oh yeah, just just boring of having money that. in general. It's just like so boring. Money yeah. is so 2010. It's not yeah. even funny. Yeah, like now you just have to you have you to use Apple Pay. Yes. Or you just got a Venmo me. Uh, oh yeah, that would be cool if someday I can buy a business with Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> I want that daily spend to come back. That's fucking amazing. So, huh? That daily spend, that fucking you'll be coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my crazy. god. But I mean, so like one thing that we also wanted to chat through is like right, you're diversi- diversifying that business portfolio of yours. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. So have oh, you want me to? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it, bro. Okay. Well, have you ever had a funny or weird um, exchange with a customer? Um, You don't have to share too many details, but we do want a lot of details. (laughs) (laughs) Like we want to know the name, Mm -hmm. social security number, what's the address, Um, last four of the credit cards. Are they on the white books? That's we didn't know. (laughs) You know the the weird the. Weird. Oh yeah. I mean, I have a ton of weird exchanges with customers. I I, I run bars. What's so the top, what's the top top one? Oh God, oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell like a not so funny one. You know, there was this one time this gal came and she was drunk, drunk just bitches. obliterated, and like I was trying to you know <laughs> that's Emily. Early. I'm on, sorry you dealt with Emily. Yeah, <laughs> that's er, a me. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. I, early on in my career, I, I was trying to be like a responsible person that was serving alcohol to the masses. At least you're trying. <laughs> At least you're trying. I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> Some now, things you gotta know, let go. Now I know we're all grown ups. We all make our own decisions. But like back then, so I remember one time at Kirby's. Because when, when I bought Kirby's, I had to, I had to learn everything about the bar business. So I had mm-hmm. the lead bartender teach me everything. And I mopped. And I cleaned the toilets, and I opened the bar, and I worked shifts, and I did all that, and mm-hmm. I dealt with customers. And um, this one guy walks in. He's a younger, you know, black guy, and he uh, had a food trailer or a food truck, and he was there. And it was a really icy night. He drank, and he just got obliterated, you know. And um, before I knew it, and then I was like looking at. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna drive home." I was like, "I can't let you drive home, man. It's icy out. You're gonna, you know, yeah. that's 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 crazy." And um, it, you know, he was like, oh, I got to, I can't, I got to drive home. I was like, I, and my other bartender was working there. He was like, hey, watch the bar. I'm going to drive this dude home. Mm-hmm. So I drove him home, but take him to the sketchy part of town. I was like, what am I, I doing? What am I, what am I? <laughs> We've and done I, that before. And it took me back to one time my dad went in his clinic. I was working. I was a teenager at the time. And this guy walks in. He's like, I need some gas. I need someone to help me go get gas. My dad was like told me to go help him uh, and then yeah. I, I went and drove him to the gas station to get gas and drove him to his car and he was like frantically trying to track me down with my uh, you know analog cell phone at the time <laughs> uh, that was giving me brain cancer but like uh, <laughs> you know I, I drove back and it just reminded me of that like what am I getting myself into I dropped him off everything was fine the next day he comes I was there at open and he brought his dad with him mm. and he was just like man I really appreciate that Aww. his dad came with him so that you know he could drop him off and they had a pitcher of beer and hung out and everything was cool Aww. you know um, you saved them a lot of money I did you and know and, and, and a life yeah and and a life. 
But then there's, there's one time I was trying to help this gal out of Lucky's and she was obliterated. She was trying to get in her car and I was sitting there at the door of the car and I was just like, she was just like, fuck you, fuck you, fucking asshole, you won't let me fucking leave. And I was like, lady, you are so, there's no way I can help have you operate a vehicle. Please call someone to come and get you. And I was just sitting there and I videotaped it. Yeah. And just because I was like, I'm interacting with this person that's drunk. I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah, but then, no, that is smart. Yeah. You're but, a guy. She's a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and this was, this was way before that was really on the collective conscious. But, uh, you know, like, I just made sure. And finally, some guy came and picked her up and, and everything like that. But I posted the video. And it didn't show her face. But I posted the video on Facebook. Uh-huh. And it stood for about you know a day and then later i was like man that's fucked up man i just shot someone at their worst moment you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and it didn't show her identity or anything but then i so i deleted it. i made a post I was like earlier i made a post about someone that i was dealing with and it was yeah. because it was a long process man i mean like yeah. it was like a 20 30 minute process to walk <laughs> her out of the bar stop her from driving off and then get her to call someone to come pick her up mm-hmm. yeah. cursing at me the whole time i was really frustrated yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh but you know i just i i i uh you know, Alex, I'm just going to tell you this right now. You can't always be Captain save Oh, no, I know. No, but I'm <laughs> no, really no, good that. Captain save no. I'm just saying. <laughs> good, good for there'd you. Be, there'd be a lot of hoes being saved. <laughs> we, we try to be Captain save No, 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 stop. You were when uh, you were also drunk I and we're to, not listening. That bitch was throwing up by herself <laughs> and her friends left her to go get tacos. <laughs> like, who's going to li- Who would do it? If my friends left me, I fucking, I'll be so pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fucked up. Dude, there's a lot of people out in the old town that do that, though. They yes. just abandon someone. It's just not. It's, it's, it's so it's, sad. I it's know. sad. I, I, I cry. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, and I look at my friends. I'll be like, I'm so glad you guys are still with me. And then <laughs> Emily's like super drunk, too. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up and get in the car. <laughs> I, and I, I would say, I want tacos. <laughs> I will tell you, I don't I don't operate like that anymore. You know, I uh-huh. really protect myself. I've gotten burned. You know, I've, got, mm-hmm. I've gotten in, yeah. in some mm-hmm. sticky situations. And, uh-huh. and, you know, I just protect myself a little bit more but there's been plenty of t- you know there's been plenty of interactions where I'm talking to someone and I'm mm-hmm. like hey you know and I have to whip out the hey I'm the owner and mm-hmm. it's so funny to watch their faces sometimes <laughs> they're like no you're not <laughs> like, like bitch at, you know, especially at Kirby's I'm like do you think I'd make up that I own this place I mean, <laughs> 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 is that Stop the lie it. is that the lie you're gonna <laughs> you think I'm lying <laughs> if I was gonna lie I'd come up with a better story for you <laughs> I'm gonna do that from now on. I'm gonna go to if I go to another bar. I'll be like, I own this place, but yeah. you don't actually. Own I know I don't. <laughs> but you know, you know, they will listen to me. Yeah. No, that's the but that's that's most of the interesting interactions. I did one time. One time, I'll tell you this story. Yeah, it was like my first major fight story at a at a bar. But at, you know that I had to deal with. But this guy was causing problems. There's a punk rock show at, at, at Kirby's, mm-hmm. and this guy just like he grabbed the mic and like. And it hit the lead singer in the like he grabbed the mic stand and kind of mm-hmm. jolted it and hit the lead singer in the face in the lips. Which, if you're a lead singer and you ever get hit in the lips with a microphone, it's the worst pain because oh, it, oh, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of if you uh, if, uh, a horn player, a trombone or trumpet player, if you boop their fucking horn mm-hmm. when yeah. they're playing, do this, it's really painful because mm. you're applying pressure or whatever. And and so we're trying to get this guy out and he's like standing, he's standing in front of me, he's like. And then he does this like Scotty Pippen flop, like you know, and he's like, (laughs) "Oh, you hit me! You hit me! Everyone saw that, right?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" shit. So I detracted. I I took a like a Facebook dossier and I took it to the police station and I fucking. 
filed a report and said he threatened to kill me. And later yeah. on, he was messaging me, telling me he was going to kill me. And oh, shit. Yeah, all that stuff. So I have tons of crazy stories like that. But yeah, yeah. Too many. Too many. Yeah. Well, how about we uh, say to, here's to you, Alex, oh, for geez. being Captain Save-A-Ho. Captain Save-A-Ho. <laughs> At least you try to be Captain Save-A-Ho. And Jeez. also for not getting in crazy altercations or you starting them. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, yeah. you have one? Okay. I didn't know you have one. <laughs> Sorry, head intern. <laughs> I, I handed tune my shot and he goes. Yeah, because you, you didn't want to <laughs> take a whiskey shot. I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a picture of her face. <laughs> As you said, like I will, I will take the whiskey shot. Ooh. Emily will not. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, see, yeah, freaking out for no reason. Yeah, yeah, whiskey's good for you. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> how how good? It's so good. <laughs> oh oh, like it's so good. <laughs> not not like fixing your organs, good. But oh like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Heart condition, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Diabetes. Whiskey. whiskey. Diabetes. Diabetes. I knew it. Diabetes. I knew it. Diabetes. Oh my god. I've been waiting to use that oh button god. for so long. <laughs> Serve that, that up is, like a fucking Olympic true. volleyball player. <laughs> Tight bikini. I just served it up to you. You hit it. You spiked it into the sand. Good job. So we have some other still funny questions for you, but we're okay. going to save some. Okay. Um, and let's kind of still go into a couple other things. Like, uh, can you tell us about one of your m- most memorable moments in your career so far? Memorable. It, it oh. can be good, bad, funny. Yeah. So, whatever. you know, here. so let me just give you, so, you know, uh, I played in a band that mm-hmm. started in Winfield, Kansas. <gasps> and What? what? <laughs> the Asians freaked out with this one. Wait, are you guys from Winfield? No, we just got a lot of people. In are you Laotian? Yes. Yeah. My um, whole family. Yeah, my whole family. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Do you? This whole side of the table. We'll talk more about who you know in Winfield because I know everybody. We yeah. own Winfield. Yeah, you do. Yeah. We yeah. own Winfield. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we know some of the same people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of the dude that we knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. We started Winfield. I went to Southwestern, and, I, and the band started in Winfield. So, but so for us, you know, we were playing we were playing shows at the Cotillion a lot because we were the popular band at the time, and we were being asked to support the national acts. I played with Vanilla Ice, oh, played with Real Big Fish, Cherry Pop and Daddies. What you know? I, I opened for just about anyone in the '90s, 2000s. We opened for Mighty Mighty Bostons. We opened for just. A yeah. ton of acts, and yeah. and and a lot of them Look happened at the you Cotillion. guys go. Yeah, I mean, we're, we were. How, not, how old were you when you when this happened? Uh, I was in that band from eighteen to my late twenties. So, so around this time was like twenty something. So yeah, you still young totally. blood back then. Oh, I was a young blood making mm-hmm. no money. We were playing those shows for nothing. <laughs> but you did it for your heart. Oh yeah, and for the people, and for the exposure, yeah, which people exactly. bitch about now. But back then, it was like, "Fuck yeah, we'll play for exposure." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Put yeah. us in front of that crowd, and it, and it worked. Put you know? our name yeah. on that flyer. So then, Flash. <laughs> I remember the first time we got an opening act show at the Cotillion, mm-hmm. and I remember gathering the band in the house by the railroad tracks on Eleventh Street in Winfield, Kansas. We <laughs> called it the Roadhouse. It was a just a dingy fucking house that a, a couple guys were renting and we were full of fucking natty light cans and, <laughs> and, fucking and, natty and, and light. canned meats natty light was cheap canned <laughs> meats tuna vienna sausage whatever meat came in a can they had it on hand spam mm. oh 
Come on, girl. Fucking love spam. Some loco moco. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, I remember gathering the band in the upstairs uh, office and I was like, guys, we got a show at the Cotillion. It's this is the this stuff's gonna start happening for us. <laughs> like this is it. This is it, man. We're this is really it. Why, why are going you laughing when you say that now? <laughs> <laughs> because, because, yeah. But so then, flash forward to um, so we took over the cotillion on my birthday, March seventh oh. is <gasps> my birthday. I'm, I'm a Pisces. March sixteenth. Pisces, what's up, girl? Okay, what's up? <laughs> we are a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, you we are. are hard to please. Yeah, you fucking are. are. We're hard to please. But yeah, we are. love people. But we are lovers. <laughs> we are lovers. <laughs> we know we're good gift givers. Yes. We're fucking fine. Yes. We're fine. What you want, but then torture you. You treat us badly. Exactly. I'll be a fucking Indian giver. Bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that time in 1944 when I gave you that ring that you wanted all the time that you pointed out? And I, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. so I tell the guys, I, uh, you know, it, it, it's big time. So on March 7th, we take over the cotillion and I walk in on the first show is Split Lip Rayfield that mm-hmm. we, after we took over. And Split Lip Rayfield, if no one knows, is a band that came from, actually, they started at Kirby's. And they opened for Ophill back in the day. It was it was Ophill, Split the Brayfield, and Reverend Horton Heat, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a show at the Cotillion that was uh, pretty popular. But the first show where it was under my, our ownership, my guidance was Split Lip, mm-hmm. and I walk in and I sit down in the desk that the old owner used to negotiate the deals like yeah. where I would like go into his office and he would pay me nothing or whatever <laughs> um, and I'm sitting on the other side of the desk and that was a real memorable moment Aww. it was really uh, a weird and it was in a weird part of my life too because yeah. both my parents had just died oh, um, in 2017 and we took and, and I was dealing with all of that going mm-hmm. through a breakup post-divorce the first serious breakup and I yeah. somehow managed to get everything done that needed to get done with the cotillion and got it. Yeah. And walked in there and it was a dream come true. Wow. You know, yeah. to, to get to that level. So, oh, man. Yeah. I should have poured a shot for that one instead. Yeah, well, Damn. there's always time because here's the solo. Because, <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's a. R- wow. Yeah, it was, it was really. I mean, it was just one of those, like, I can't believe. Because I, you know, when I. M- came to which to winfield i remember um one of the first shows i went to go see was no doubt 311 at at the cotillion and no that, doubt 311 yeah no doubt and 311 played um at the cotillion uh somewhere around 1996 or something like that or five maybe maybe even 1994 mm-hmm. probably 95 anyway you know that was like i was like this is an amazing space so then they become you know the owner yeah, um, was amazing, Aww. and and walking through there when it's empty is kind of creepy, but it's a really beautiful <laughs> thing. I'll That's tell you true. what. That's sometime true. you guys, uh, you know, when I'm not, if you wanna, if you get a host that uh, that deems it necessary, come out and broadcast from the Cotillion. <gasps> That was so I'll tell you fun. what, it's a really cool, like, it's a really, you can either broadcast from the stage, but when you're in that space and it's empty and you walk to the center of mm. the dome, yeah. it's a really interesting acoustical anomaly. It's mm-hmm. just, so you can hear your voice travel. Like if you were whispering in the center of the cotillion, you could hear it on the extremities, you know, just that yeah. whisper. But mm-hmm. I, I've, I've done some things at night, like jammed with people. 
Uh, but I, I I will extend that invite to you guys if, with the with the proper guests and maybe it's a musical guest because it might be fun mm-hmm. to record them yeah. like playing acoustic in that space. That is true. But yeah, come and uh, make sure it's on a week that I don't have my kids and I'll I'll play host to you guys. I'll ma- you know you know and you can interview. Give the us your schedule. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is the schedule. week I don't have my kids, so every other week from now. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Noted. 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 Okay. There 2020, he has his kids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay. mean, 420, he has his kids. Okay. Okay. Right. Because we're in future, remember? Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're living on clouds. We're living on clouds. Yes. So cheers to that. Damn. Hell yeah. That'd be hella super I think you guys would dig it. I think you guys would dig it. Love it. That's when we know we will have made it. All cheers to you. To our head intern. Nobody clinked with him. Oh, here. Behind. I thought, Behind. His, I thought his hand was oh. in the middle of the thing. My name is Sihani. Did I say that right? Lakhaim. Bakhani. Bakhani. Wait, I thought that was bitch. I thought Ihani oh. was bitch. Do you, uh, yeah, but you sang to a man. Multiple languages? I don't. So, you know, I came over here when I was two. And so I remember a lot of my You're mom. You're really good at English for being coming well, here. I mean, well, I mean, he says two. that's his first. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, we were westernized Malaysia. So, I mean, they taught English oh, in the yeah, schools at yeah, that point. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, and then I remember my mom and my sister talking native tongue, but it faded mm. through time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, we're all we're all neighbor, La- yeah, Laos and mm-hmm. and and Vietnam and Malaysia, just boom, bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I one of my if I ever make it big in my real estate life, I was really thinking about taking all of us to Laos. Aw, uh, you want us to live in the ranch too? Just us <laughs> and the fields. You want us to be in the fields? <laughs> yes, in my area. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. I, I come from a ranch. See, I see. So you get you get to the Asian Peninsula, and I mean, uh, Asia Asia Air will take yeah. you anywhere for twenty bucks. Oh no, <laughs> you know? Shit. Wow. no, no, no! A resort is twenty bucks. Oh, I know. That's what's crazy, man. Uh, that's all inclusive. I know. That's why I, I stayed in a yes. five star hotel when I was in Kuala Lumpur. Uh-huh. You know, and it was attached to like a five-story mall. Yeah, and they had the grocery shit. store in the in the basement with the durian, yeah. or actually no durian allowed no. in that space. They were like no durian, but uh, uh, wait, yeah. is that the fruit? Right, it, that's the that, that, that's a fruit that smells like my feet. mom <laughs> loves that fruit. Yeah, and that but it's that like purple, it smells, like hot pink one. It's yellow. Yellow. It's yellow, but it you, smells like you feet. will smell it. It smells yeah. like dead body. Come over, come over. You oh, smell like yes, oh yeah, yes. Thing mm-hmm. and and uh, do, do, do you eat it? No, me either. Mm, I cannot. I, I, the, the I'll eat balut. You know, I'll eat the bird, but uh, <laughs> I would not fucking eat that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I've that never tried smells. that. I uh, <laughs> we don't have that. I uh, I like rambutan. <laughs> Rambutan's my favorite. Oh yeah, food. that's good. Yeah, yeah, good that's fruit. really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, then we went to I uh, went to Malaysia and we had this. Uh, we went to uh, an Indian area or. Actually, it was a Malay area. It was a yeah. they did satay, and we mm-hmm. had a satay eating contest. And I'm just gonna point put this out there for the listeners that if you go to a foreign country, do not engage in no. eating contests no, with no. protein. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not, do not, do not. Don't do disengage, it. disengage. Don't do if they say pussy won't, you would say pussy won't. <laughs> <laughs> 
pussy no, won't. No pussy will here. No, pussy <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a good idea. You know, thinking of Malaysia, I'm, you know, in, I went to Laos back in uh, 2019 mm. and, you know, it's like very modernized now. Oh, yeah. But like back in where my family are from, like it's very like, mm, how do I say this? Like, uh, just very poor. Yeah. Very, very poor. And I think like the best thing ever in, like, I wish here in the U.S. will have this. Is street food at night? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's like the best thing. Yeah, yeah every, like in, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, like everywhere. You're, you're just sad when you don't see that in. Yeah, most. I mean, well, and maybe like we, like you know, West we, Coast, we, East we, Coast. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. I think the food. Like, yeah. I think the food truck culture is kind of like that a little yeah. bit, but it's just not. It's, it's so not, weird in the Midwest because mm-hmm. yes. yeah. because Midwest the cost like of that. a food truck versus mm-hmm. the cost of a brick and mortar is kind of like the mm, same. It's like yes. and that and that's yes. very different in yeah. like um, California, right? Yeah. Because like you know, like to have equitable space in California and like ride the tides of the weather, the neighborhood comes and goes. So it makes sense to have a food truck in California, and plus it's it's fair weather all year long. There's yeah, no, yeah. Like in 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 Wichita or in the Midwest, I mean, there's a whole s- winter season where you have to deal with people just not even wanting to be out. You know. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So that that's hard to survive like exactly. that. Yeah. But. When I went to Laos, oh my God, that's what I did every night with my fa- with my cousins and my family, and I loved every single moment of it. Oh, yeah. I ate yeah. every fucking. Every fucking venue stand I could find, and I would just eat everything. Yeah. Um, but I had I mowed them the whole time though. Affordable, like to your point here in the West, like here in Wichita, like most of the food trucks I go, and if I want to order something, I'm like, I'm not gonna pay that price because, like, in my head, yeah, I'm coming from different. Um, food truck experiences right. and I'm like exactly. that makes zero sense right. to me mm-hmm. also your tacos are not authentic you want me to eat out of a flour tortilla I don't think so right. you want me to pay you want me to pay $10 for two tacos are you and fucking flour t- you're gonna add sour cream up. to that taco no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> hey, you, you call this pico de gallo like what <laughs> yep, yep. it's like it's like when people try like it's like Asian food too as well so you oh, yeah. like they try to you know um Westernizing? Cop. Yes, westernize oh, it, yeah. and then you're just like it's like Panda Express, and you're just like <laughs> really. Well, there's a time and a place for Panda yeah. Express. Yeah, yeah. Like and I mean, we're not, we're not. We're not. Their walnut walnut shrimp <laughs> is pretty good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's a time my and place for my aunt is my aunt's direct is the regional director for Panda, and then I'd be like. Hook me up with some like, walnut <laughs> shrimp, girl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hook me up. But I pay. So, I, you know, I got to represent her yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Hell yeah. So we're really getting into some work-life stuff, balance type of things now. Um, we want to ask you, like, what do you enjoy to do outside of being a boss? That's a funny. Boss-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really bad habit of making all of my passions business Oh. <laughs> I'm really bad at so it. Yeah. So you're listening to podcasts that are business related, reading books that are business related, that type of thing, or what do you mean? Um, well, like if like I... Like playing Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm if buying I, this fucking house. Okay, for, so <laughs> I, for 500, yeah. <laughs> I, I pick hobbies that I then try to monetize, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, so like Name uh, a hobby. Shoe collect, uh, sneaker collection. Oh, I'm a sneaker. I'm a sneakerhead. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm a sneakerhead, and I and I'm also. You look. Know, here's the thing. Okay, um, you don't. Here, here's what I will say. You don't uh, become overweight if you don't have some OCD behaviors. You don't like. I've also lost a hundred. 
30 pounds. You don't do that without OCD behaviors. You don't decide to own five businesses without OCD behaviors. <laughs> and so if you pick something that you're a hobby with, like these shoes, I've been, I suddenly started to get back into them because mm-hmm. I was a sneakerhead when I was young. Mm-hmm. And then when I got divorced, I had some Jordan 4s, original Jordan 4s, mm-hmm. the breads. Mm-hmm. The black and red Jordan 4s were the first Nike sneakers I bought Google with my money. <laughs> that I saved. Do it, do it. Um, yeah, uh, but the classic breads. So look up Jordan Four bread, mm. and I kept them. I kept them through high school, middle school, college, and I had them with me in the house I lived with with my ex-wife. Yeah, we got divorced. I moved to a much smaller place. first apartment, then a small house, and I kept it around. And but they were falling apart. They, okay. were, they were like disintegrating. Mm. Oh. And she threw them away. Oh. <laughs> but I wanted what to. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, in all fairness, I didn't pull them out of her house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're good, divorcee. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good pals. Uh, I understand why. I didn't take that shit with me. But then I suddenly went on a kick and I started buying shoes and I started buying shoes and I started buying shoes. Yeah. And then I launched my own like side hustle <laughs> okay. shoe trade so yeah. i'm selling shoes on goat and ebay do you, oh, do, you, do you have a favorite pair of shoes that's tough like man. some ones that you've kept and then i have a second question as oh, well. so i, I i'm re- right now i'm a real big fan of the jordan threes mm. um just about any colorway but i'm wearing desert elephants right now I've got. I mean, I like the, the Air Jordan ones. Names. Yeah, I like the Air Jordan <laughs> like, ones. Yeah, yeah. But Jordan fours yeah, that I, I just showed those. you. Uh, the, yeah, the uh, L- yeah, L- yeah. So yeah, the, oh yeah, that is what you're wearing. You mm-hmm. showed us that. Mm-hmm. They're five hundred dollars. <gasps> I mean, he's like, I can get more. I for mean, them. you could, you could afford it. <laughs> I know, you could afford it. Where do you, where do you see five hundred dollars? Uncle. Oh no, that's the uh, that's the black cement. So uh, that that was that came out a couple years 158 ago. One fifty eight over there. Yeah, yeah one fifty eight yeah. over there, yeah. uh, and that's kind of low. I think they're about worth two forty a stock X. Yeah. yeah, and they may be used, but I have some dead stock. Dead stock means they've never been worn. Oh. So I keep a couple dead stock, and then I have some that I wear. Um, so so like, do you when you are buying like these types of shoes, like you mean that? You buy some for yourself that you're going to wear, and then you buy some to hold on yeah. to? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so that yeah. you can later reach So I'm the kind of guy that, like, if I buy toys, I don't like to take them out of their boxes. Uh. So I'm, I'm that the person that's like, you know, there's some things that can be played with, but there's some things that you just keep, and it's, like, mint. Like, you know. Yeah, meant to be So, there. like, you that's in funny. five years, you sell it, and someone's like, I want that untouched. So I told one of my ex-boyfriends a long time ago that I was really into Dragon Ball Z. And so for the longest time, he would buy me like Dragon Ball Z, uh, not action figures, but, you know, just like some really good like prop up ones, like expensive ones that you don't play with. My older sister will make so much fun of me because I have nieces and nephews. We still do. Especially my nephews will come to my house and they will want to grab them. And then my sister's always like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. These are not toys. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I have a bunch of Star Wars figures that I used to hang on my office wall. My son would come in and press R2-D2's button so he'd make a noise. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so this boyfriend sounds nice. What did he do to fuck oh, up? No, no, that was X. Oh, he did a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we don't speak about him. Yeah, we don't we speak, don't about, speak Bruno. about Bruno. Yeah, we yeah, don't we speak don't about, about Bruno. Bruno, Ooh, Bruno was Alex. bad. Yes. No, we don't. Kobe. My second question, have you ever copped a pair of these? No, I've never copped a pair of those. Those are pretty pricey right now. Click on that goat link. What do do those uh, Kobe's go for? 
700. Oh, that's what it says. Well, I'm, 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 I'm kind of. So that's w- like a bota. So all I'm trying to do is like uh, move enough stock. So, so I list, I listed this camera lens I had for sale. And it's funny. I was talking to this kid. He was Asian. Thank you. And, uh, and he was it's like. an immigrant podcast. You're welcome. I had the Sigma 70 to, or 100 to 200 lens or 70 to 200 lens. And he was like, hey, are you interested in any trades? I was like, yeah, I'll listen. He's like, I got a Tamron. 100 to 300 i was like no dude i've got the sony so i don't need that lens he's like and i almost said to him because he was asian i'm not trying to be racist (laughs) do you have any sneakers but i didn't i kept it in i was like i don't want to say because he's asian maybe he doesn't like sneakers and then and then then all of a sudden he's like unless you want some dunks i was like whoa what are you talking what do you got what do you and he shows me five pairs of dunks that he has one's a supreme supreme uh collab dunk which is Uh worth 400 he he trades me 500 or a thousand dollars worth of shoes for this $600 lens so now I gotta move those but I'm I'm trying to get to a Travis Scott uh, collab oh. Nike oh my gosh shoe. so that's oh. the I mean I know there's this is probably boring so, to everybody else but this is this so is like many shoes out no, there I mean, this shit geeks me pe- out yeah there's a lot of people who are very interested in this stuff and like I was I, I just said like jokingly but also true like alligator boots <laughs> we you know us oh, yeah. Mexicans we wear boots well I gotta tell you boots are like $700 sure. they are not cheap <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, like, you know, expensive. the funny thing about men's fashion versus ladies' fashion is that mm-hmm. lady, uh, with the exception of the designer stuff, like you're saying, mm-hmm. there's a lot of affordable Ooh, because women's nice. fashions go in and out so quickly. There's mm-hmm. a lot of affordable What's, things you can buy. What's that name right there? Yeah, how, how that, and still that? be stylish. Which one? Balmain, Balmain, beige unicorn. Is this one? No, to, to that yeah. one. That one's nice. You think you like that? Yeah, I'm a, interesting. I'm, I'm a unique person. You would I'm not wear that liar. No, yes, I will. You. Oh, like Look at that thing. You, Emily, oh, would wear oh that. Goodness. Yes, Emily, thing. I cannot see you with that. Yeah, that's why, because I love it. You would not wear crap like that. Is yes, it cause, I will. Is it because oh, it costs okay. $1,300? That's why she would wear it. That's exactly. <laughs> that's the Asian in you. Can I, yeah. can I tell you yeah. something? That's can exactly. I tell you Gotta wear some Fendi. Gotta wear some Gucci. Let me tell you. Okay, that's the Asian in me. That's the Asian in me. What do you always say about the Louis? I almost bought. Balenciaga sneakers. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I was sitting there at my family's house, and I was like, "I want some Balenciaga shoes." See, guys. All, all Asians can sit around a table and relate here. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, no, brother. my family talk about fishing I, all sorry, the time. I'm a Mexican. I'm an immigrant, and I don't understand your guys' <laughs> classist behavior right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. Uh, yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> well, you know, here's the funny thing. We were always to- told if you tour over in like Japan mm-hmm. to not price your merchandise like because in America you're sitting there like, oh, okay, I, I bought this shirt for five bucks wholesale. I'm going to sell it for 10. That's 100% pro- market. Yeah. If you go to Japan and you try to sell a $10 shirt, they'll be like, what's wrong with it? Well, it's cheap. So they're like, no, you got to price your shit at like thirty bucks, forty yeah, bucks. Yeah, Because exactly. then they're like, oh, I want this. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. But. It's like I could make a Celine shirt and just do press on, and I'd be like, this is 50, this is sixty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's trying to start a business over there. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. big on the entrepreneurship. Yeah, so, that's, uh, so to to answer your question, my my real problem is 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 making all my hobbies like music. I would yeah. say that what do I like to do in my spare time? Well. I like to play music, but I play music for money now. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I, I mean, yeah. do I like shoes? Yeah, but I'm buying shoes to try to sell them for a profit. Yeah. Um, do I read? I mean, I read a lot in not like a traditional book sense, um, 
Reading's good for the soul, honestly. I'm sure. <laughs> no, to be honest, I, I don't read good. I don't. I don't, I don't either. I, lo- I love that. Yeah, so I don't shit either. says Adidas. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before I met Fanny, I didn't read no fucking books or nothing whatsoever. And then like this bitch really made me think. Like she really picked my brain, and I'm like. Maybe I should start reading more often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that many good I don't know. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She'll talk to me, and I just stare at her, and I'm like, I wish I understand what she's saying. <laughs> no. But I'm going to nod my head and say yes. Right, right. <laughs> no. No, I'm an idiot. But too. anyways, I'm you know how idiot. you're in a band and everything. Do you still sing for fun, or do you do you still have Yeah, yeah. Band? I mean, with Monterey Jack, it's, it's still considered fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoy doing that. That's just a good release and uh, your therapy. Is, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it, it it it's really enjoyable for me. I I do like to still sing. Oh, that's good. So we're gonna transition to something that we're calling a lightning round. Yes. Okay. And I did text you this one oh, question. Yes. So that way you could, because that's not really lightning, but we like to well, include yeah, it. I got, I got, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm there, but it's going to take me a little, yeah. I yeah, got you. exactly. Mm-hmm. You okay, know? Okay, yeah. okay. So um, we didn't say who would lead this lightning round. Do you want to lead? Do you want me to yeah, do it? I can lead. Okay. I can lead. All right, okay. you go. If you, have an, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Mm, X-ray vision. <laughs> oh. Why so? He's thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dusty. Uh-uh. Okay, I lied. It's not X-ray vision. Uh, <laughs> not too late. No taxi backsies. No taxi backsies. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Um, I, I, I think my superpower would be um speed. speed. I just rush in, you know, just like get a bunch of shit done in a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I was going to say mm-hmm. X-ray vision so I could go out to the beach and see, you know, do the... Teleport? Oh, I mean, we can just Google it now. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. That's too pervy. You know, I just barely noticed about AI. <laughs> I showed Emily what chat GPT Oh, yeah. Was. I was going to say my superpower would be chat GPT. Oh, oh really? I didn't know nothing about it. Shoulder jet. No. Well, I've been, she didn't know, though. I've been trying to use chat GBT on here, and I get nothing but flack for it. <laughs> what? What? You, you oh, me? gave me yeah. flack for it. I, ta- I, I didn't know nothing about, about I was it. Talking about the, uh, I was talking about our AI, those. I, Fanny, we were sitting here storyboarding, and I was like, what are you talking What? What do you say? What the fuck did and you then, say to me? And then I was like, dude, Dusty used it recently. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, my God, Emily. Anyways, <laughs> back to the lightning round question. Anyways. What's the most ridiculous rumor you ever heard about yourself? Oh, my God. I can't even repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> you better figure it. it out. got to figure it out. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> uh, you plead the flip, fifth. You can you, say that. You can plead your... the fifth if you uh, want. Well, yeah. It's a... You could be a Trump if they plead the fifth. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, just go to Lucky's bathroom wall. Some people write <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All right, that's where you check out. For God's sakes, I was single at forty, and I, you know, I had the mind of a someone that was seasoned, and so like, you know, I had some fun, and then people write about it on the wall. Like, oh, oh, bro, come on, man, that's just cold. Oh, that's okay. Perfect. Next, okay. What was the worst haircut you ever had? Oh my God, a rat tail. My sister has been trying to grow one for yes. I mean, that's the most, the most. Yes. 
Katie, don't thing. fucking do it. Katie, don't like, fucking all, do it. Oh my God. Through the 80s, man, I'm just like, uh, I had to suffer through mullets, and now <laughs> motherfuckers are doing that shit on purpose. Okay? Yeah. Oh, what yes. are you doing? Okay. Can I say this real quick? Yes. Katie, yes. when you first sent me that image of you bleaching your hair and you said that you look Korean now, I laughed so hard because I didn't realize that you intentionally did not. And then I was like... I'm so she, sorry. It looks she great. She looked good in it. She look is yellow, but she was gonna tone it. You guys, I got your back, Katie. I got your back. Whoa. I got your back. I haven't even seen this, and that's my sister. How do you <laughs> not see? Oh my god, you're dumb. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> she's trying to grow a rat tail, so yeah, she's, yeah, she's out of it. Yeah, I skipped them all. It went. I, I, I skipped the achy, breaky, big mistakey. <laughs> if you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tacos. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing you ever? Eaten. So I was telling Dusty this on the patio that I used to do this podcast, and we, uh, what was the segment? It was like we did this segment where we ate gross shit. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, and it was, never uh, <laughs> never, never did. It was that. a Malaysian bird nest drink. What? Bird oh, nest. Yeah. It was like made from something pressed through bird's nest and i'm like what is that it was some horrible. sticks and twigs yeah it was gross whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> some cotton they put on there yeah. um if you could switch lives with anyone for a day who would be and why hmm. Hmm. if i could switch you could lives. say me i'm not i, I live an easy <laughs> life <laughs> i know some of these questions are a little hard ellen degeneres oh I love yeah, Ellen. She, she's pretty funny. I would I love, love to be on her uh, yeah. her fourteen down or twenty five day Christmas countdown. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, that's yes. Being yes. a level. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever broken good. a bone? I have not. Mm. Mm, good for you. I'm pristine. <laughs> if you could be any animal for a day, what would you choose? A barracuda. <laughs> <laughs> Just swimming through the ocean. Bro. Did you Bro. play that Sega game where you were you could be a dolphin? Oh yeah. I think of Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the funniest joke you ever heard but and known by heart? Oh shit. Funniest. I, I, I thought about texting this one to you because I was like, I would not know how to answer that in my Okay, life. what do you call what do you go? It could be like a dad joke. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. What, 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 what do you call a black guy that flies a plane? Mm. A pilot, you racist fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The seven o'clock shows, the same as nine o'clock shows. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing you ever happened to you on a date? Uh, on a date? Yes. Ooh, on a date, on a date. On a date. What's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me? Uh, so right after I got my divorce, my first like online dating experience was this gal that was a little bit older than me. Took her to the Monarch. It was the first time anyone saw me out without my ex-wife and... She got drunk off of one glass of wine, uh, was like all over me, and it was it was bad. It was, she was just like uh, stumbling drunk, um, trying to make out with me at the table, and everyone was like, "What the hell?" You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, that uh-huh, kind that of thing. Sense. So yeah, fucking sloppy drunk. Sloppy drunk. <laughs> if you could pick three songs for your life anthem, what would it be? Mm. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be necessary. It would be this. La, la, la. <laughs> Inner City Blues by Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Um, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Good Day by Ice Cube. 
Oh, oh fuck yeah. yes. And Party Hard by Andrew WK. Fuck everybody. I love Andrew <laughs> WK. If you talk shit on Andrew WK, I will take you outside and fight you myself. World star. Right. <laughs> well, Alex, thank you so much for answering. Thank you guys. I really, yeah. I really appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate everything for you. Um, for you. Everything I'm, you've. I think I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we have had some stumbling. shots. Stumbling, stumbling. Fanny, <laughs> take over. Okay, okay, okay. No, uh, seriously, we do really appreciate you coming on the show. This was amazing. Um, thank you for playing with our lightning round, for sharing your experience with us, for bringing awesome experiences to Wichita. For continuing to think about how you can please yourself, yeah, those around you, your family. Awesome. Um, Don't forget us, little person. people, oh, and shit. for sharing all your funny, dumb stories with oh, us. Oh, thank you guys, exactly. and taking shots with us because we love a good time. Oh yeah, I appreciate We're a good it. time. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Cheers, so, everybody. Para arriba, para arriba, yeah. para abajo, para pa centro oh. y para dentro. Oh, I didn't know what was going yes, on there, but it was it's kind of spicy, huh? Oh, yeah, it was spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Outro with some oasis, huh? Oh. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now.